We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So Thursday proved to be positive steps forward for both cornerback Marcus Peters and rookie defensive tackle Travis Jones in their respective recovery timelines. Yeah, but there was one surprise player from the secondary added to Baltimore's injury report. Those details just ahead. I'm Bobby Trossett with Sarah Ellison. It's Friday, September 16th, and this is your morning Ravens vault. With Lamar Jackson throwing three deep touchdown passes Sunday and only rushing for 17 yards, you'd think that people would be giving him his flowers, but not this one prominent national analyst. He's criticizing Jackson for not running more. Plus, we welcomed former Raven Femi Ion Badejo back into the vault for a discussion on what went wrong last season in Miami and how the Ravens can correct their plan of attack should they face cover zero again this weekend. We have all of that and more coming up. Thanks for waking up with The Morning Vault, which is now on YouTube, where you get the most important Ravens news in just 15 minutes. All right, Bobby, we have a bunch of relevant news and notes from Thursday's practice. Let's start with our Marcus Peters update. Yeah, Sarah, that's definitely a good place to start, seeing how Juice Man was listed as a full practice participant for the first time since being activated off the PUP list. Now, while it's obviously too early to tell if Peters will give it a go this weekend, here's something to keep in mind. If he can't, Baltimore could be down several of its top four cornerbacks come Sunday. Marlon Humphrey was a new addition to Thursday's injury report, and marked as limited with a nagging groin. Brandon Stevens is dealing with a quad setback, and Kyle Fuller, of course, tore his ACL against the Jets. Sarah, there's a real chance we could be looking at heavy workloads added to the plates of two rookie cornerbacks in Pepe Williams and Jalen Armour Davis. It's just yet another example of why there can never be enough depth in Baltimore secondary, but to be reminded of that in, what, week two? That's just another level. All right, but enough of that. Let's get to some good news, Bobby. Yeah, this is good news for the defensive line. Rookie defensive tackle Travis Jones was a full practice participant also for the first time since his preseason knee injury. Here's defensive coordinator Mike McDonald. He looks good. He looks good. He's um, he's ready to roll. So, um, 
you know, whenever he's out there, he'll be he'll be rolling. Yeah. So pretty vague and non-committal on a return timeline, but a good sign nonetheless. Speaking of vague, but also optimistic, here's offensive coordinator Greg Roman on J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, I mean, he's working through his process every day. I feel like he's getting better every day. Don't, you know, I'm not exactly sure when he's going to be out there. We love the progress he's making, though. And, uh, you know, he's going to be out here pretty soon. I can't put a date on it right now. And Sarah, just for the Miami injury perspective, before we dive into topic two, Dolphins starting right tackle Austin Jackson did not practice on Thursday and left tackle Teron Armstead was limited. As a unit against the Patriots in week one, the Dolphins allowed three sacks and seven QB hits. So look for Baltimore's defensive line to potentially build off its strong week one performance because of that. And still to come here on The Vault, the newest criticism on Lamar Jackson, which might throw you for a loop. Stay tuned. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. So we all know the biggest criticism Lamar Jackson gets with his playing style. He runs too much. The critique, yeah, it goes something like this. His style of play running the ball so much won't work in the playoffs and could lead to career-shortening injuries. So that means people should be impressed with his three passing touchdowns in week one on Sunday, you would think, Sarah. Yeah, you would think that, Bobby, but we may have the latest proof that no matter what Jackson does, he's just never going to please everybody. There's always going to be doubters. And right now, 
Former Dallas Cowboy and Hall of Fame wide receiver Michael Irvin is one of those doubters. He basically said that Jackson won't beat the best of the best in the AFC without rushing more. Here's Irvin on ESPN's first take. Lamar ain't going to play with the elite offenses and only have 17 yards rushing. So, 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 and since we do have this, I'm going to say it, I'm going to mention it, since we do have this contract situation out here, I'm going to monitor how he plays. If I see you only get 17 yards the rest of the season, I'm going to say, oh, you're worried about your contract because that's just the reality. Now, if Lamar opens up and plays his game, yes, they can, but only 17 yards rushing. Yep, that's a new one. Complaining about Jackson only rushing for 17 yards in a game. What more can they come up with? Well, and on top of it, Bobby, what I found strange is that Irvin connected Jackson's play on Sunday to his contract. I don't know what he was trying to say there. I'm I'm not sure if the implication is that Jackson is playing it safe to avoid injury or if the implication is that he's not giving his full self, his full potential as a quarterback and is holding back a little in order to get paid. But neither of those implications make sense because to me, those implications are just another iteration of the whole holdout narrative that some media members pushed like all summer long. They just can't believe that he'd be out on the field giving it his all without an extension. But Bobby, they need to start believing it because this is who Jackson is. He's not rushing less and throwing more because of his contract. He does what it takes to win, to win those games, period. And Sunday, it took throwing the ball. And by the way, Bobby, Jackson reiterated on Wednesday that he gets more satisfaction out of throwing. He's always said that even before his contract was an issue. Take a listen. Absolutely. You know, I'm a quarterback. And, you know, the running back thing was going around and stuff like that. Obviously, I don't play running back. Um, So, yeah, it does. It does. So, Sarah, correct me if I'm wrong, but the Ravens did thump the Jets on Sunday, right? He got the win. He's 38-12 and as a regular season starting quarterback. So, before it wasn't good enough that he won with his legs, and now it seems to not be good enough to win with his arm. Yeah, and I I think Irvin is just trying to say he wants to see both because in his eyes, Jackson isn't complete without both his arms and legs and then therefore can't be elite uh, and compete with elite teams without both. So I I don't know. But to be fair, Bobby, most people were praising Jackson for this game. I don't want to pretend like most national media agree with Irvin. Uh, Here's another former Dallas Cowboys receiver, Keyshawn Johnson and Max Kellerman who actually poked fun at the Irvin narrative. He did what people didn't expect for him to do, which is deliver the football in rhythm and in sync at like times. Red basket, just red dropping basket, it into that, people's no hands. That the, bomb to Bateman. Like, was all oof. of that is a plus. And now we're complaining that he didn't run enough. It's like, you know, one minute, he's I running know. too much. The next I, minute, die. He is not running yeah, enough. you're winning I, all the I, games, I, but we don't like the way you're I, winning the games. All right, Bobby, as we've discussed on the Morning Vault this week, the Ravens were given all they could handle on Thursday night football last November, which came in the form of Miami's Cover Zero defensive game plan. Yeah, Sarah, and as easy as it would be to just scrap that game entirely, Offensive coordinator Greg Roman understands, while certainly painful, there's value in looking back at it with a keen eye. In this league, every game 
Uh, you want to look at it and learn from it, the good, the bad, the ugly. You know, that was certainly one where there was a lot of different things that we could have done better, uh, a lot of different things, you know, coaching, playing, whatever. It's really something you got to look at kind of with a um, cool, cold-blooded mentality. It's got to be really cold-blooded. You can't get emotional about it. you got to really look at it strategically and fundamentally and then figure out, you know, how you can fix certain things or explain certain things better. Uh, how to practice things a little bit better, etc. So it's really a, it's really a process. Every week, every team goes through it. Really, win or lose. So for those who aren't familiar with the ins and outs of Cover Zero, very generally speaking, it's an aggressive coverage, typically tied to heavy blitz packages. It leaves zero deep defenders and relies heavily on man coverage. Right, and Bobby, as you mentioned at the top, we were pleased to welcome Femi Ian Badejo back to the vault for a great conversation in our game preview episode for week two. Here's a snippet from Femi's observations from a game that he called for Ravens Radio last season. The Dolphins did a very unique, took a very unique approach last year when they ran Cover Zero and when they decided to bring pressure. Remember the beauty of Cover Zero for the defense. Um, is that there's one more guy coming from a pressure perspective than the offense can block, right? Because the quarterback can't block anybody. So they did a, a really good job banjoing the release of the receivers. So if the Ravens were in a bunch or a trips look, and if they had three corners to one side covering three receivers, what they basically did with the banjo is that if a guy releases to an area, then the outside DB would cover that receiver the middle DB would cover the, re- the receiver that releases to the middle of the field. And then obviously the inside, most inside receiver would cover the most inside release receiver. And I know that sounds a little bit confusing, but I think that gave the Dolphins an advantage because they were playing man, but it was, it, it was a loose man coverage. And they were also on occasion dropping a defensive lineman back into uh, passing lanes to get into Lamar's vision. I can tell you this, the Ravens made a ton of mistakes in the game along the way. I remember Sammy Watkins dropped a touchdown on, in the, on the very first series of the game or didn't, didn't see a pass that should have probably been a touchdown. And then obviously his fumble was amazingly costly. I think Xavier Howard stripped him and then ended up scoring a touchdown. Things just went bad all, all the way around in that game. And my, my guess is, is that they had never seen cover zero executed that way. And my hope is, is that one, they absolutely run into it. And when I say run into it, I mean, just pure, if you can get past the first level, that's going to be one of the answers. Can you, can you recognize zero coverage and find a hole at the line of scrimmage? Because there's not going to be really anybody but a DB at the next level. And that, that uh, provides an opportunity for a big play. The other is really getting uh, receivers to run crossing patterns and get right into the vision of the quarterback as soon as possible. Great stuff there from Femi, as always. And again, that's just a couple minutes from our game preview podcast, episode number 53 in the archives. If you haven't checked it out already, please consider doing so before Sunday's 1 o'clock kickoff. And before we jump, some other quick news items you need to know. Beginning with a clip from Dolphins quarterback Tua Tungo-Vailoa's press conference, which may be music to the ears for the Ravens defensive line. I can't see because I'm not the biggest guy out there. So if I can't see you, you can't see me, I can't get you the ball. Uh, And like spacing with the guys. So If you can't see me, get somewhere to where you can't see me, then I can see you, then I can hit you. Also, we saw quite the change in how Lamar Jackson lined up Sunday against the Jets. The Athletics' Nate Tice tweeted that Jackson's early down 
under center rate was 27.5%. That's a massive jump from the entire 2021 season, which was only 5.3% and the season 2020, which was only 3.9%. And second year outside linebacker Odafe Owe saw plenty of double teams from the Jets Sunday, which opened more things up in the middle for guys like Calais Campbell and Justin Matabike. Odafe was happy to see his teammates get after the quarterback, but he wouldn't mind getting in on the sack party. If I'm doing my job, I'm causing pressure, causing him to step up. And guys like Matabike and uh, Michael Pears, you know, Herb Calais can, you know, get the sack. And obviously they were eating on their own. So, you know, that's why it looked so, it looked so crazy. But um, obviously I want to get my points too. But, you know, if everyone's eating, I'm eating. I'm good. I'm straight. Yeah, that sound was from Ravens Productions. And finally, the first officially licensed NFL virtual reality game, NFL Pro Era, has been released. And guess who was on the cover? That's right. None other than number eight, of course. Thanks for listening to the Morning Ravens Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. If you've been enjoying our content, please tap that follow button and share it with a friend. We can also be reached by email via Baltimore Ravens Vault at gmail.com. And as of last week, the Ravens Vault podcast is now available on YouTube. Consider subscribing to our channel ahead of week two. All you have to do is simply search Ravens Vault Podcast on YouTube. And that's all the time we've got today, but we will be back on Sunday for our instant reaction post-game episode. Be sure to follow along with us live in-game tweeting on Twitter at Bobby Trossett and at SG Ellison. So come on back and talk about the game with us here on The Ravens Vault. <laughs> <laughs>